Thanks for listening to this audio podcast from Redemption Life Church. Listen as Pastor Michael speaks on knowing your identity as the light of the world. Very first song we sang today. The great I am, he is Yahweh. My text for today was Exodus chapter 3. When Moses says, what shall I tell them? Who shall I tell them sent me? And God, from a burning bush, said, tell them I am sent you. The great I am sent you. He said, I am who I am. I am who I am. And this is what you shall say to the sons of Israel. Verse 14, I am has sent me to you. Moses, but if we go back in this story, it's going to start in verse 7, but we won't today in the time, but the Lord speaks to Moses from a burning bush and says, I've heard the cries of my people that are in bondage in Egypt, and I am going to deliver my people. From a burning bush, he hears this. I think it's amazing how we've been talking about the light, and he hears this from a burning bush, a bright burning bush. But here was Moses' issue in verse 11. But Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the sons of Israel out of Egypt? I think our problem is we're so consumed with who am I instead of who is he? which in turn says, I am. I am. He is, we are. I just want to walk through a few places in Scripture. I'm kind of processing because I'm formulating a 15-minute sermon out of a 30-minute sermon, all right? It's okay. It's good. I love it. It's the heart of God today. Amen? We've preached sermons today. We've done things today. We've shown light today. John chapter 8. I'm going to go real quick. John chapter 8, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Ephesians. Wait, I'm in the wrong place. It does say that in John chapter 8, but I'm just in the wrong place. In John 6, 35, he said, I am the bread of life. In John 8, again, 12, I am the light of the world. In John 8, 58, he says, truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was born, I am. All you English people, that's difficult, right? Before Abraham was born, I am. It's, it's, 
It's not past tense. He just, I am. I am always. John 10, 9, I love this, Paul. He said, I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he'll be saved and go in and out and find pasture. Verse 11 of John 10, he says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. Verse 36, he says, I am the son of God. John eleven twenty five. 25, he says, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even if he dies. In John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 15, 5, he says, I am the vine. You are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Revelation 1, 8, he says, I am the alpha and the omega who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. He is the light of the world, the light put on flesh and walked among us, right? And he said, as long as I'm in the world, I will be the light of the world. And when he was leaving the world, he said, you are the light of the world. So there's a transformation that has taken place. But the same spirit that worked in Jesus is available to us and works in us. That same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead quickens our mortal bodies. So that same spirit at work in him. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. John 17 my intention, and I think we'll be okay, is to read this entire chapter of John 17. Jesus spoke these things, and raising his eyes to heaven, he said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, so that the Son may glorify you, just as you gave him authority over all mankind so that to all whom you have given him, he may give eternal life. And this eternal life that they may know you. This is eternal life that they may know you. The only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth by accomplishing the work which you have given me to do. And now you, Father... Glorify me together with yourself 
with the glory which I had with you before the world existed. I saw the little thing um, on social media this week, uh, things that your pastor says a lot. It's funny. My wife said, are you with me? That's what I say. So I will say it now. Are you with me? And John, okay, you with me so far. Verse 6, I have revealed your name to the men who you gave me out of the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have followed your word. Now they have come to know that everything which you have given me is from you. For the words which you gave me, I have given to them. And they received them and truly understood that I came forth from you and they believed that you sent me. Verse 9, he starts praying for us. I ask on their behalf. I do not ask on the behalf of the world, but on the behalf of those whom you've given me, because they are yours. And all them, and all things that are mine are yours, and yours are mine. And I have been glorified in them. I'm no longer going to be in the world, and yet they themselves are in the world. So Jesus is praying for us, and you see this prayer of transition here, right? Where was I? Help me. If you're with me, you know, all right? Am I with me? Because I don't know. I'm no longer going to be in the world, and yet they themselves are in the world. And I'm coming to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name, the name which you have given me, so that they may be one just as we are one. While I was with them, I was keeping them in your name, which you have given me, and I guarded them, and not one of them perished except the son of destruction, so that the scripture would be fulfilled. But now I'm coming to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy made full in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they're not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I am not, I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them away from the evil one. They're not of the world, just as I'm not of the world. Did I just say that again? It's awesome. I'm a good reader. Sanctify them in the truth. What's popping up here? Some mic on somewhere? Something's just thudding every now and then. Anyway, it just distracted me a little bit. Where am I again? 17. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. Just as you sent me into the world... Just as you sent me into the world, just as you sent me into the world, you hear this? Just as you sent me into the world, I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself so that they themselves also may be sanctified in truth. This is the apostles, right? But verse 20, I'm not asking on behalf of these alone, but also for those who believe in me through their word, 
that they may all be one just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you sent me. Verse 22, the glory which you have given me, I also have given to them. The glory that you've given to me, I also have given to them. So that they may be one just as we are one. In them, and I in them, and you in me, that they may be perfected in unity so that the world may know that you sent me. And you love them just as you loved me. You love them just as you loved me. That's a really, really big statement that we just pass over. That you love them just as. Just as. That means exactly the same as you loved me. Father, I desire that they also whom you've given me be with me where I am so that they may see my glory which you've given me for you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, although the world has not known you, yet I have known you, and these have known that you sent me, and I have made your, ma your name known to them and will make it known so that the love with which you loved me may be in them and I in them. We've looked at 2 Corinthians 3, 18. We with unveiled face, looking as a mirror at the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord, the Spirit. So the great I am, he is Yahweh. I am coming from a burning bush. I am that was before Abraham was born, put on flesh and walked among us. And then he imparted to us the glory that was in him. And he said, Father, I want to be one with them. I want to be, that means seamless. All right? And I want them to know that they are loved just as I, just as you loved me. There's this real issue in the church where I've heard the word blasphemy thrown around a lot when we start talking about who Christians are on the earth. If people say, like, we're like Jesus on the earth, and I understand that can get weird. I really, actually, I don't. Actually, I don't. I say that because I don't know people who claim to be the Messiah. And I know, I know that that will happen, right? And I know that there are on really, really, really far out things. But I don't know people that sit in pews in churches and because someone is telling them who they are in the Lord and trying to speak into them the royalty of who they are and the inheritance in which they operate in and the seat in which they're supposed to sit in as a joint heir with Christ. I don't think we have a real big problem in the church of America of people thinking they're too spiritual or too Jesus. 
I think what we have is a real problem with people saying, who am I? How can I do something? How can I make a difference? How can I bring light into dark situations? Who am I? We're so worried about people saying, I am something they shouldn't say. And we're just, but what the real problem is, is they're saying, who am I about everything? Oh, you don't have to live like that. Well, who am I to live without this thorn in my flesh, right? Well, who am I? Well, who am I? Well, who am I? You're the one that Jesus gave the same glory that was in him. You are the one that looking unto him is being transformed into the same image. You're the one when he said, Father, I'm coming to you. So now they are the light of the world. We have a real problem with saying, I am the light of the world. Oh, you can't say, I am the light of the world. And if we're timid to say that or think that's somehow uh, misplaced and not right, then who is the light of the world? Who is the light of the world if we can't with confidence say, I am the light of the world? I am the light of the world. Jesus made all these declarations about who I am. The power that he had was the identity that he carried. He knew who he was. We have to, church, we have to know who we are. Something has to bring heaven to earth. And that something is us. That someone is us. That transition, that delegation has been made. Yes, it has. And we are now the people. We are now the vessel. We are now the ones that must bring heaven to earth. We can't be afraid to say, I am. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So I'm not the resurrection and the life, but the resurrection and the life is in me and he uses my hands. I'm not the resurrection life, but I have his hands. I'm not the door, but I'm the door to the door. I'm not the way, but I'm the way to the way. Peter said, where else could we go? No one else has the words of life. I have the words of life. It's been delegated to me. It's been imparted to me. It's been prayed for by the Father to me. I am the light of the world. You are the light of the world. You are the door to the door. You are the hands of resurrection in the earth. I'm so tired of us living in a place, being so afraid that people are going to walk in too much confidence, too much arrogance, too much authority. That's crazy. 
What is wrong with the world is not a church with too much authority. <laughs> what is wrong with the world is not a church with too much confidence in who they are. Oh, there's some people who come out with religious pride, but that's not because of confidence. That's because of insecurity. That's compensation, not confidence. But our problem is never been and never will be that we have too much of a genuine knowledge and understanding and revelation of the power and authority and the place that we are sent and delegated to walk in on this earth. That will never be the problem. Never. It's time. Let me tell you this. The earth is waiting for the revelation of the sons of God. It's groaning for the revelation of the sons of God. The Waffle House waitress is groaning for the revelation of a son or a daughter of God to bring light into that place. There's people all over this world groaning for, they've been subjected to principalities and powers and darkness and cursing and generational things and all this stuff passed down. It's real. They've got things that have come in through doors of abuse and molestation and trauma and rejection and all these things, and they're groaning for somebody to know who they are, somebody to know what authority they walk in, to say, I am the deliverer today in your situation. Because I know the one who can set you free and he lives in me and he speaks through me and he uses my hands and I will walk you into freedom. Man, I want the church to not be afraid to say I am. I am. Who I am says I am. I am who I am says, I am. Just real quick, I know we gotta go. Revelation, you're taking notes, Romans 8, 12 through 21, that's that. Earth is groaning for the revelation of the sons and daughters. It's been subjected to futility, it says. People have been subjected to futility. Kids are in here today. I'm happy. Sorry, I got a little intense. The kids are in here. I'm looking. I just saw some kids looking at me like. I'm a real passionate guy. I am. Not upset at all. He said I'm upset with people that are hurting. I just want us to help people that are hurting. So this is just like an intense rally cry, kids. You know what I mean? Like, hey, there are hurt people. Let's go. Don't let them do that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Revelation 21, 23, and the city has no need of the sun 
or of the moon to shine on it. For the glory of God has illuminated it, and its lamp is the Lamb. Twenty-two and five, and there will no longer be any night, and they will not have need of the light of a lamp nor the light of the sun, because the Lord God will illuminate them, and they will reign forever and ever. So, Father, I say, as it is in heaven, let it be on the earth. Let the sons and daughters be revealed in such a way that there is no night. There is no darkness. Let the light just overcome. I just hear the Lord say today, let there be light. Shine, shine, reveal, be I am. I am. Here's the tough time to say I am. When they looked for him in the garden. And he said, who are y'all looking for? We're looking for Jesus of Nazareth. He said, I am. I'm ready for the church even in tough times to say, I'll be your huckleberry. I'll be your huckleberry. Huh? This stuff in my family, I'm, I'm ready for the church to rise up, fathers to rise up. Say, I, hey, I am. I'm who you talk to now. I'm the priest of this home. You want to come in here? You got to go through me. And let me just tell you who's in me. I am. I am. Can you say, I am? I am. I am am the light of the world. Thanks for listening to this audio podcast from Redemption Life Church. Be sure to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Redemption Life Church.